This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Anything happened last 24 hours? Did I miss anything? Yeah, nothing really. Nothing, nothing, nothing going exciting. on here. DQ, where... did I miss anything? Anything weird? Well, well. Are you referring to? Um, listen, this group of uh, this group of people have, uh, for a long time, been um, been taking out anybody in their way. They have been um, they have been cruel. They have been mean. They have been nasty. They have been hateful. They have been funny at times. But you have to say that. It has to be Hog Twitter's greatest pelt on the wall that they got Pittman. They, ladies and gentlemen, they got him. Hog Twitter has forced the sitting head football coach to completely delete, not deactivate, not block a bunch of people. Although if he did block a bunch of people, it'd be a lot better than the blocking on his football team right about now. Whoa! But whoa! You can't. Um, what? Whoa! Are you kidding me right now? Seriously? <laughs> I mean, it's two minutes. But you, wow. you, you can't, I mean, this has to be the greatest pelt on the wall in Hog Twitter history. They got the coach to say, enough of this. I'm out. <laughs> Didn't deactivate. Deleted. Yeah. Got rid of the whole son of a gun. All of it. Yep. Gone. See ya. I got a text. Unbelievable. I got a text last night from um, Reverend Tanner and the Heretics. They were in a session last night. And um, it was, uh, is this really true? Did a little dig in. I went. Oh, my. And then I text you two, and I'm like, oh, hey, show's done for tomorrow. We're good. Yeah. Woo! This is Hog Twitter's greatest pelt on the wall. Yeah. You know, they, they will they will look at, uh, you know, they, they, they will go into their lodge, the Hog Twitter hunting lodge, and they'll talk. They'll look up at the wall and like, yeah, I remember that guy, that guy. Yeah, yeah. But, but this one, let me show you the best. There he is right there. That's mm-hmm. the biggest one we got right there. They've never, they've, they've forced idiots like me to leave. They've never forced someone making six million dollars a year to quit the app, ever. This is a new, uh, now, this is a new world. Now, I, I, you know, the timing on this is a little peculiar, uh, which is post bad loss, and you know we don't have the exact time, but I believe it was sometime between uh, the final whistle and Monday morning when it uh, when it disappeared. But yeah, this I, is this is a, this may be unprecedented as far as a, a power well, five head coach just going you know what I've had enough the thread I saw was created yesterday so I don't think it was I think it was up until yesterday oh, man that's I mean people would have been looking at this stuff Saturday Sunday Monday if it had been de- uh, deleted then he deleted it yesterday is this a normal football issue yes it is okay and okay. everything's fine and you just wait till Devin Manuel comes back because that's gonna fix it all brother it is. Can you, I just, wow. You know, it's easy to sit up here and say that's small and childish. And I mean, he has been a childish at behaving coach when things don't go his way. He's quite petulant. But at the same time, can you imagine the bleep storm of words coming at him over the last three days to make him go, that's it. I'm enough. That's enough for me. I'm out of here. Can you imagine what that must be like? Like, think about it for just a second. 
Don't think about the part about, you know, you know, being gutless and, you know, deleting it and, and you know, even, you know, the fact that Lane Kiffin makes his critics like part of the experience and, and Eric Musselman is always on, on social media. Don't even think about all that stuff. Just think about what had to be said the last time. And he, he said, you know what? I'm deleting the whole thing. I don't care anymore. Like what had to be said? Did anyone think about that? I mean, that must have been a, it. Must have been a doozy. Now, now he doesn't use it the way that Musselman or Neighbors does. Uh, he's kind of in the Dave Van Horn mode, where he just retweets things from the the football account. So it's not something that he used for recruiting he, purposes or anything he, like that. He has used it. He might be DM in recruits. We don't maybe, see his DMs, maybe, but, maybe, but maybe. he has also used it to rip certain fans in the last couple of years who had a critical thing to say. He would single them out and put them on blast, and all the people, all the sharks would swarm that person. And not this Sam. is this is as far as I know this is unprecedented. Now a lot of the uh, the coaching uh, accounts are run by staff members. I mean the coach has access to it, but they're not they're, they don't use it a ton. This this is different. This that he he said you know and look I saw some of the stuff that Hog Twitter was going after him about. It's like man, stop. You want to have football discussions? Fine. When it gets personal, I get it. Right, but like. Let's look at the world we're in, and you know, to expect people to not make it personal is a bit of a fool's errand. I mean, look at the world we're in. I mean, everything is personal uh, uh, now uh, when it comes to public figures, uh, you know, being uh, ripping other public figures or or anybody. So you know, you can't you can't like exist in this world and then not expect it to spill over here because I mean, it's 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 going to happen and it has happened there. When they run out of points, they make it personal. You know, when they run out of like you know their their thoughts, then they then they just start riffing on your appearance or something you did or anything like that. And no, I get it, I, I get it. You know, if he doesn't want to see it, fine. It's just the timing's a little bad. Well, again, public relations and media savvy does not exist over there. No, nobody so, knows what they're doing. I mean, it's just it's it's one gaff after another. Right. It's just one gaff after another. I mean, it is. Yeah. And and here's a text to, you know, out of the 479, and they'll spin it as well. We're just blocking out the noise. And and technically, that's right. But the fact that we're, we've all picked up on it and went, eh, I don't know. It's just, it's just an, it, it's another deck chair on the Queen Mary. So listen, or the Titanic. Delete or it you off your phone. Don't delete the whole account if you want to get rid of the noise. There, there's a, there are other ways to manage this than to go, you know what, I'm, 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 I'm taking my ball and leaving. Like, there, there are other ways. Right. Again, there are other ways to manage this PR. You know, if you want to use the word crisis, fine. But let's do let, – the university has chosen the way that makes the least amount of sense and also looks the worst. I mean, it's just every single time. It's, it's quite remarkable. I don't know um, what the deal is, but they always seem to make the wrong move in situations like this. Now, this is just – this is me. A 50-year-old adult. You want to rip him for something that happened on a Saturday during a game? Uh, that's fair game. Make it personal. You talk about family. You talk about him. I get it. I I, to- I understand what he's thinking. Now, I don't. You know, people say, "Hey, you make six million dollars." That it, I don't know that that makes a difference. It's still personal. And if you don't want to see it, you have that right. I don't know how you handle it other than you just, like you said, delete it off your phone. If you delete it, if you delete it after the season or during the summer, nobody's really going to notice. Right. Delete it the week after a bad loss. People are going to pick up on it. Right. Especially when you, um, um, were, uh, talking about how bad it is 
and having to live it all the time yeah. uh, in your press conference earlier in, in the day. Again, um, the um, the fact that people uh, get personal with him on there is um, is is not cool, but it's also like it's all people know now. Like yeah. people who are looked up to by uh, by people in this state, all they do is rip people and get personal and talk about this person and you know all the all the things they could get away with and and all this stuff. Like th- that's the whole that's the whole existence. So of course. It's going to happen when the um, the sports don't go as well in uh, in this state. I mean, that's what happens there. So, I mean, it, it's not it's it's you can sit up here and uh, and I'm not saying you are, but people can sit up there and you know wave their fists. But I mean, this is this is the world we're this, in now. I mean, that's is, the way it is. And, and but this is I mean, it's a bunch of gossip girls on on, on the X and and on Hogville and all of these different sites. It's just people just running their mouth who have no stake in any of this. Right. They just have their couch opinions, and and I get it, man. If you if they make it personal, I I totally support it. If that's the reason that he backed off of it, totally support the idea. Still think it's a bad look. Totally support the idea. Well, you um, if it now if it's the football discussions, we're, mm, you can't do that. That's your job. Here's the here's the best and worst part of this. Someone's gonna have to ask him about it Saturday. Well, I've asked Hutch to make that <laughs> the first question in the uh, the post game. The next time he faces reporters will be Saturday, and someone's gonna have to ask him yeah. about it. <laughs> oh, and that's gonna go well, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Because he gets along swell with the media, so yeah, it's gonna go well. Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. <laughs> Jaden Daniels is pretty dang good he he's if you want to identify the problem saturday he's the problem Jaden you gotta, Daniels, you gotta figure the problem. out gotta figure out what you're gonna do with him okay yeah i heard uh pitman talking about him last night he's the uh he's the gas the steering wheel the uh the accelerator the motor oil everything of their uh of their offense the brake pads the shocks the struts <laughs> <laughs> the fuel injector the alternator uh, the catalytic converter all of it of the offense yeah, that's a good thing. I mean, that's a good um, that's a good descriptor. He's the catalytic converter of our yeah. offense. That's that's pretty deep. Yeah. All right, it's just stolen. <laughs> um, uh, hey, I got some NFL news uh, for you uh, recruiting or for you uh, gambling nicks like me. Uh, Bryce Young's not going to play for Carolina on Sunday. Uh, Andy Dalton is in. Andy Dalton is in. Folks. I would get the Seahawks minus the six and a half while it lasts on the bet service. That's enough. exactly what I got it at. Yeah. There you go. I feel we like moved the lines. Geno Smith versus Andy Dalton. Ick. Geno big. Oh, big. Geno bigly. DQ. Does that bigly. Give, does that give you the ick? <laughs> Geno Smith versus Andy Dalton. <laughs> I don't know what this means. Perfect. All right, let's uh, go to Matthew and Bentonville on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Yes, Matthew. Good afternoon. 
Yes, um, I just uh, I spent a uh, about three or four days with 125 years of old man on uh, a uh, lake in Tennessee, and we had the privilege of watching the Razorback game, and um, it seemed like number 62, kept, you know, kept coming up time after time after time. So we had a joke going around the table that you know, even after the game was over they'd still be throwing flags at number 62. So in my eyes, I got, you know, I, I kind of got to thinking, so there is a company that makes the yellow flags, right? Yes. yes. So as far as like an NIL deal for number 62, which is our, our friend, right? Our, our guy that caused all the penalties, maybe he should, uh, take that venture, right? Maybe he should, uh, get an NIL deal for the flags because apparently he likes them. So, and you know, it, it's hard to spend that much time uh, with old men that give you a hard time about your team yeah. losing because of number 62. So that's my comment. I just, I, it just seemed like that was over the top, you know, I, all the flags constantly one after the other. And like you said, he's the, what is he? He's got a C on his jersey, right? Yes. That's what scares me. He's captain. And has Pittman not seen that, at, at, you know, up until now? No. I just, I, I don't get it. So I, I'll hang up and listen. All right. Thank you, Matthew. Appreciate it. Boy, it's getting ugly out there. <laughs> it is yeah. getting ugly get out there. Can we get back to the 125 years of old man? <laughs> Can we get back to that for a second? I, I, did, I did the, want to pursue I, that further. I, I, I mean, want to know what the split on that is. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> that um, that fan was willing to be disrespectful to a point. Like, he would only say the number and would never say the player's <laughs> name. Like, hey, I'm going to rip this guy to shreds, but I'm not going to say his name. Not going to say him. Like, that was that. That's a, uh, you know, I, there's a little bit of, there's some boundaries there. There's some boundaries there. That's nice. <laughs> oh, here you go. Here's, here's some information. <laughs> A text out of the 870, and I have no way to verify if this is true or not. Uh, when the spread is greater than 11 and a half, Brian Kelly has a 97% winning percentage. When it's 12 plus, he has a winning percentage of 100%. Okay. He concludes this with, we're going to get run out of Baton Rouge. Well, what's the, what is that? That's straight Woo. up, though. That's straight up. Against the number, he's 46, 43, and 1. Well, Again, two. he said when the spread is more than 11 and a half and then more than 12, uh, he has a winning percentage. Of- Look, nobody nobody is saying that uh, LSU will lose the game. The, the, the question all week is can Arkansas cover the 17 and a half? And I believe that they can. Well, I believe I, that they I, can. I believe they can. The question is will they? Right. Uh, that, that, yes. yes. I mean, the game starts 0-0. Zero, zero. Yeah. So, yes, you can cover the 17 and a half, but a lot of things are going to have to go right for you. Yes, uh, that's right. In, in Baton Rouge. That's right. Do you think it... Look, he's not going to put Twitter back on until they win, right? That's the that's the play. I don't know. Is that the I, play? I, I, dude, I, I that's the move. I was as shocked as you when I when I sent that text to you guys. I'm like, this is a real thing. Can you be more of a front runner than to delete the thing when you lose? And then, I mean, this is very seven ninety nine a month, right? Like, oh, I mean, very, it's got to be very, very, uh, very okay. much so. Uh, on the bold limit, what are they? What are they program? Uh, by oh, the way, well, yeah, they, <laughs> they're well, they're on to basketball. Um, they are, they yeah, are. Yeah, basketball. Pivot. Yep. Pivot. Okay, two, pivot. Two things. One, <laughs> Bo Limmer, that's the first game where he's really struggled. All right, let's get off Bo Limmer. He had a bad game. He knows it. 
First, first bad game for him. Leave him alone. Second, um, the propaganda arm is going to start winging out the uh, track championships, baseball, and basketball very, very soon if this uh, thing spins out of control. They're going to be humping the hell out of that Houston Nuck documentary. Oh my is gosh. what they're going to do. Yep. I mean, they're going to have something to, to fill the time oh here until, uh, you know, it's still 40 something days till basketball starts. So they got to they have something to program here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I this, well, okay. So I, this, this is not a question you can answer, DQ can answer anybody. This is more of a hypothetical question. What would make you happy this week? Not not a win. Anything short of a win, what would make you happy? You lose by 7, you lose by 10, you lose by 15. What makes you happy? Well, I mean, you can play well and still lose by 25. I don't know if you can. Let's say the offense, let's say the offense goes and ro- rolls out 500 yards of offense, you put up 35 points. They just you just can't stop them. Well, the offense then, went out and played well. They did they did what you asked them to do. People will point their weapons toward the defensive yeah, side of the ball and not, it's, not it's the a, offense. It's a hamster Danny wheel. Danny Nose gets a one-week reprieve from the people. It is a hamster wheel. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just they, They've got to look like there's some fire and there's some uh, some passion in there. Um, you know, like Brett Good said yesterday, like, are, are guys are guys still, like, in the fight? Or are they let, are we, do we see some letting go of the rope if this thing does go sideways? That's the, if people see that, it's going to be very telling see, and very troubling. You're not going to see that this week. But three weeks from now? If this thing hasn't it, righted itself, yeah, you could. It'll be very telling and very troubling if we do um, see that. Mm. But uh, that—I mean—that's uh, that's that's where things are right Bob now. Bob and Branson apparently has some inside information. The propaganda arm is actually talking about the hockey team now. <laughs> Your favorite? Not even part. No, of the they're universe. doing basketball. Yeah. So Z did a, a video on the internet yesterday breaking down the basketball lineup. And today on their pod, they had Devo on there, uh, so there they are go. pivoting Perfect. hard to basketball. Right now, Jesse on the Mount- propaganda arm. Jesse Mountain Holmes says losing by 10 or less in a hostile environment would be impressive. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, they did win there two years ago. They did? At night, which doesn't happen all that often. So, yeah. But that was it. Oh, We've gotten a couple of uh, questions. Did we put out a hump in the hell out of on uh, bingo cards? <laughs> we, may, we may have. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> yeah, I said you did. pumping. No, you did pumping. No, yeah, I mean, did. well, that's true. <laughs> I apologize to absolutely no one. Charlie and Camden is up next on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Yes, Charlie. What's up, guys? Howdy, howdy. So I hear, I hear you guys. I think I heard on the halftime show that you guys banned the Texas man, the Texas fan that calls yeah. in here. Is that right? <laughs> did we ban him? I just thought shadow ban. Oh, we shadow banned him? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Check it out. (laughs) Well, I just thought that was hilarious. I think they're headed that way on halftime, too. He is continuing to dig his grave. Well, my my complaint about him is not what he says. I just don't think he's very interesting. And I'm trying to do an interesting show here. And so he just doesn't bring anything to the table. So we're not going to have him on. His tone sucks, and then he doesn't bring any facts. Right. That's just my, my, my. Yeah. I mean, his tone is terrible, and then his facts are not there. Yeah. My thing is, uh, I think you meant Brady Latham, right? You said Bo Limmer. Oh, yeah, I'm but sorry. Yes, I meant Brady Latham. Excuse me. My apologies to both. No, you're okay. No, that's cool. I, I get it, because you think about those two guys kind of together because they've been here so long. The issue, I, I think, a lot, too, last week, during that last drive, um, you know, he got moved over to left tackle, right? Didn't uh, – because mm-hmm. I think – Kutas went out, yep. and then 
Chambly went out. And I think, you know, that kind of hurt him. But he did struggle at guard watching some of the uh, – I went back and watched a lot of the game. I do think Bo Limmer and uh, Braun actually played well. I went back and watched some of the game. Those two two guys, for the most part, I thought played well. But, you know, it is going to be a key this week, guys. But I, when they play LSU, man, I, I just can't count them out because it's just, I've, I've seen so much weird stuff over the years. And, you know, I, I, I don't personally think LSU, and this is just me, is 18 point, points better than Arkansas. Now, Arkansas has an offensive line issue, bro. They got to do something to cover that up. But, you know, and work on trying to get that better. But, you know, I just don't think it. And uh, But I do agree with you guys, though, about Pittman, you know. I also understand what he's trying to do, but he can't turn cornerback on if they win this game. He's just got to leave it off. Yep. Or it's going to send the wrong <laughs> Amen. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's a very soft message if he does that. Uh, Charlie, you, you mentioned something there that, that's a great point. When you can't have, um, on the offensive line, you can't have two guys play well. They got to all five be in lockstep the most of the game. That's that's how that works. That is a spot where it's pass fail based on if all five are doing are are, are in, in sync. If a couple guys are and the other, it's not going to work. It just that that's one of those spots. You know, with wide receiver, you can have one guy have a great game and maybe another guy gets taken away or struggled and whatever. But the offensive line, they all it's got you got to go five for five with guys that are that are uh, that are doing their job and playing well with, with that position. What, Otherwise, it doesn't work. What did we talk about all offseason? Concern on the offensive line. Were tackles. The, were the tackles going to nope. be good enough? Nope. The answer though, thus far is no. Nope. So, okay, you know, it's not a new problem, but it was a glaring problem uh, last week. And I'm, I'll, I'll tell you now, I'm, I'm absolutely con- convinced after watching the game again that KJ is missing some reads at the line of scrimmage. And he is not, he, he, they, conf- they did a really good job of confusing him. And if BYU confused him, then, my God, LSU's defense is not just more physically gifted, but it is a much more complex defense. So they're going to have to simplify some things, get back to what he does. Um, you know, a lot of one-read stuff, man. Get the ball out of his hands fast. Yeah. And stop being checked down, Charlie. God, I hate that. Third and nine, let's throw a three-yard pass to Dominion. Stop. Sometimes you got to force the ball downfield a little bit. Dominion led the team in missed and broken tackles. I don't. I'm not. It's not his fault. (laughs) Dominion ran the route that was called. Uh, It's just on third and nine, you can't run a three yard route. What are the chances if they get a fourth and one, they go in the gun this week? Oh, I'll tell you what. I kind of think they'll do it just to flip everybody off here. The entire state of Arkansas would turn their TV off. They'd throw it out the window. They would. They they would take that flat screen. I kind of think the first one they'll do it just to say. Yeah, we're still in charge here. Bleep all wow. of you. <laughs> yeah, you, you know that would. Be, I think they will. That would be a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, then Eno's better deactivate I, his Twitter, look, they man. Are, they, I mean, they're, I, I don't have to look this up. They're, they haven't been good on fourth down this year. Maybe they just punt it. <laughs> really? Yeah, just just punt it. I don't care if it's fourth and. Well, one. they got two punters. What, what are they on fourth down? You got the. I got it here. Hold on. I'll I'm, I'm just. Here. I know that they got stuffed against Kent State in their own end, and then you know the the disaster uh, last Saturday. Four to six, not bad. Okay, all right. The two really suck, though. <laughs> oh, man. Those two uh, linger like a fart in yeah, church. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're just hanging there. Now, now what, if, <laughs> what if what if, BYU goes and beats Kansas? Does this change the Well, that validates that? everything. Okay. Validates everything. Right. That, that makes everything okay. But if Kansas beats BYU, ooh, ooh daddy, ooh. we got a problem there. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> 
At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Hey, sports fans, don't let plumbing issues throw you off your game. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric is here to tackle those pesky drain blockages and ensure your water heater is always in MVP form. With Pascal's world-class service, you can count on a winning play every time. Whether it's a quick drain clear or a water heater touchdown, Pascal's got the expertise to keep your home running smoothly. Stay in the game and leave the plumbing to the pros. Schedule your service online anytime at gopascal.com. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. The Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa has everything you want for your next getaway. With the luxury and hospitality of a grand old southern hotel, the accommodations are sure to please everyone. Visit our thermal water bathhouse for mineral water baths and massages or enjoy one of our many dining options, like our Friday night seafood buffet, primetime in a fountain room every Saturday night, or our award-winning Sunday brunch. Located in downtown Hot Springs, the Arlington is steps away from shopping, entertainment, bathhouse row, and the hiking and biking trails of the National Park. Visit ArlingtonHotel.com for more Text flying into the McClarty Daniel hotline. Curtis and Heber Springs is upset. He said the difference between a good team and a bad team is how they will respond when things go wrong. I think Pittman knows that he has a bunch of front runners, his words, not mine, uh, because he said it at halftime when he made the statement, we are going to see how they respond to adversity. Okay, but snapping at reporters when the questions get uncomfortable and deleting your Twitter when people start making fun of you, like, you're kind of a front runner too, bro. Okay. Like seriously. That that's that's also the we're gonna see how they respond to adversity. That is in the coaching playbook. Right. Like that is in the standard lines that you just throw out. Like, hey, we're moving on to next week. We're gonna go watch the tape and figure it out. Uh we're just taking it one day at a time. These are all just throwaway like, lines. He does teach. not handle the tiniest bit of criticism well at all. Now he has moved beyond tiny criticism this week obviously he's getting tons and tons and tons of criticism um but he does not take it well he doesn't so if the team takes their cue from him okay. i think we know how they're going to respond to so adversity right take, there. take two steps backwards and just talk me through this they lost a football game to a team that we don't know how good they are fair sure okay yeah, we fine. don't we don't know anything about byu we'll, we'll find out this week if they go and they beat kansas eh, you know, they might be they might be better than we thought they didn't play well. They've ha- they've kind of gotten off to a slow start. Am I missing anything there? No, that's about right. No, okay. Yeah. So where where is the where's the ire coming from? Why is the the stick sh- so sharp that we are pointing it at Sam Pittman? Well, he doesn't have enough credit built up in the bank to um um to weather. A storm. What you're telling me is the honeymoon is over. The oh, aw yeah. shucks down oh, yeah, home, yeah, yeah. that 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 yeah. level of dealing with people is over. Right. Okay. Like he doesn't have a New Year's six bowl to oh well, we know this can happen. It's just it's just not, you know, 
it, it also doesn't help that the rest of the division appears to be trash. Um, and is that and it, more bothersome? I think the doors wide open. That's part of it too. Okay. Yes, the people and I think people rightfully feel that the thing's wide open, and Arkansas may not have its act together to go take advantage of the opportunity. When you would hope that in the fourth year with a veteran quarterback, you would have your act together. So I think that's part okay. of the uh, deal. So and are, maybe they do have their act uh, together. I don't know. Is it is it the off the field stuff? It is, is it the on the field stuff? Is it a combination of both? Is it just that some well, of it? What look, what off the field stuff? Well, the, the 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 press conference stuff, the making silly comments, the deleting your ex account, all of that. Is that more bothersome than what's happening on the field? No, because it all comes from that. It all starts on the field. Like, if they or, win, no, he's not deleting and doing any of this stuff. All right, stuff. So, so last question. Is this as far as he can take it? Is That's he, a very good is question. Is he what Mike Anderson was? I've thought that for four years. Where well, I, I haven't said it because I'm afraid of all of you, but, but yeah, I've thought that. I, I said in the beginning, he's what Mike Shula was to Alabama after the Francione-Mike Price thing, where you get somebody to come in and stabilize this thing. No. And he did it. No. Now, you know, I don't have the answer to any of these questions. I'm just asking questions, but... He's two and one. He has a winning record, which is more than the last guy could say. And it's d- d- what was Bielema's record? Was he a couple of games over five hundred? I know he had some real clunkers. No, I think in he there. was under five. Was he under five hundred? Okay, so he's got a better record than the last two coaches. He's twenty one and nineteen. I'm just saying, but not he, exactly he, lighting he, the world on but fire. But does he have a better record than the last two guys? He's over five hundred. He no. can't lean on the the nine and four. Bielema went twenty nine and thirty four. Whoa, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay, no. so he is significantly better than the last two guys. Well, winning percentage-wise. He's significantly yeah. better than the last no. two guys. And no. the guy that, the, the last three guys, which would include John L. John L. went 4-8. So, okay, so I, I guess I understand some of the buffoonery off the field, that stuff, dealing with the media, that sort of thing. I think that's childish and immature. But you can help that. Can he take this thing and go 7-5 and five or 8-4? and four? Told you all year long that that schedule is an eight and four schedule. My concern is, like Brett said, and like you said earlier, at the end of this stretch, did they let go of the rope? And you've got Mississippi State and Auburn and Florida still on your schedule with Missouri at the end. Because it could spiral out of control real fast, or you can get a big win either this week or next week, and this whole thing spins back around. Yeah. Uh, here's a text on the McCarty Daniel hotline. Since he was extended by Hunter, he's nine and seven. Yeah. Okay. That that's fair. Which is not a great. Uh, that, that's the. I mean, that's the same as twenty one and nineteen. You're two. You're two above uh, water. That's the same thing. Okay. So I mean, that hasn't really. We're, that hasn't really changed anything. We're we're getting a lot of. And I'm, I I just asked the question. We're getting a lot of responses. It, it because Dave says it's because the same thing every year. Sometimes it's who you are. Right. If you're if you're talking about, I would need to know what the quote same thing is. I think it's the 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 rise up the mountain in the spring, and then you get to the season, and it just sort of drops off. Right. Well, that's the nature of this place for going on thirty years now. Basically, I mean that's that's what it is. So I don't know if that's his. Some of this stuff that people want him replaced for. I mean, you can put anybody in there. You're gonna have you're gonna have those same yeah. things. Like some of that. Some of that is is this true? Uh, we've got the double D on the phone here on Bentonville, in Bentonville, I should say, on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Yes, go ahead. Yes, uh, my concern is it seems like the last two years that we have a very hard time getting up for the teams that we're supposed to be. And maybe the first two years he had those super seniors that kind of kept the team motivated. You see what might be the problem with those not getting the team ready to play against those teams we're supposed to be? 
Mm. I, I don't know what the problem would be there other than, you know, it's, you know, some of this is the social media element in that just as it's hard to um, exist when it's, when they're all like coming after you, it's hard to exist when everybody's loving on you too. Like that's a false thing too. Like, I think we don't understand that the, the, the door swings both ways here. It's an awful place when you lose and there's negativity. It's also awful to get that much uh, positivity when you're winning or when you have success because that's, that's, that's false too. Everything on that app is phony, okay? The praise and the criticism, it's all fake. Nobody's going to do anything, okay? So it's hard to navigate. I mean, you've already got the built-in part that you're the only thing here that anybody cares about. And, you know, you go anywhere, and when things are good, people start clapping. They want you know, pictures. They want to buy you stuff, on and on and on. You've already got that. Now you add that you get that sort of adulation when things are good 24 hours a day in the palm of your hand when you're sitting there in the chair or, you're, or wherever. Like, that's, that is, um, that, that'll mess with your head. Just like, uh, you know, when people are telling you to eat crap and die all day. That'll <laughs> mess with your head, too. So... There's some of that. I think that th- this program in the social media age gets way too cocky when they win, and um, you know they they blame the fans too much when they lose. Okay, I mean that's what well, happens. Let's there. say, and again, speaking in a vacuum here, do you just want to you want the truth from them every single day? Because remember, you're running a business. I mean, the the, well, the athletics department is a business. If Pittman comes out and goes, "Man, we got five guys that just can't play," it's going to be a long season. Well, how does that – that doesn't you help can't, you, you can't, can't say that. that. First of all, you're going to crush their confidence. Exactly. Secondly, people are not – Okay, no. so he can't I, say what my, he's thinking. My problem uh, – I mean, what, what I was talking about there is not so much about what they're saying. I'm talking about what they're getting back from the fans, which is way too over-the-top optimism when they win, which you can't – I mean, people can't handle that much adulation. It messes with your head. It inherently makes you – I think, in some instances, it makes you ease up. Well, it, it takes a special well, person to cut through all that and go, you know what? I still did 15 things wrong, and I got to get better. In, in today's college sports, and I'll, I'll open it up to all sports, in today's college athletics, you're basically on, you know, in football on Sunday morning getting a bunch of Yelp reviews. So what you're getting. Yeah. People, are, people are now, you, <laughs> they can access you and express their opinions to you directly, which didn't happen 40 years ago. Yeah. The, the, the social media age, again, it, it's a unique spot because, again, this is the only thing here in our state. And so all eyes are on it. So you add, you know, in the normal, um, the way it used to work was, okay, you get recognized a little bit around town, but, you know, you go anywhere, you know, you're, it's, it's going to be, you know, people are going to, you know, say nice things, you know, or whatever it is, you know. That's 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 what's going to happen, um, but now you have access to when things are good. I'm talking about now. It's like that visit to the grocery store any time of the day or night, anytime you want it. When you're good, you can just open it up and oh, here's 20 people that love me that I don't even know. Oh, that's pretty hey, good. Thank you very much. That's pretty good. Well. Yeah. So that messes with your head just as much as. Um, 
what's happening now, which is everybody, you know, but, saying that they stink. That, but that's always been present when a, you know, not twenty four seven. Okay, but just t- it used to be when you would go out, you'd see it. Okay. Now you can get it right, all the right, time. Right, right now you can get it. But uh, I mean, I had classes with Mayberry and Day. I saw how people reacted to them. Right, and yeah, that would mess with your head because that's personal. Yes. Now this is this is different. It's twenty four seven. You can get I, it. While you're but, sitting on your couch. But see, the young people, it's personal. It's not personal to, uh, to cover old farts like us. But it's personal because, like, think about it. When you're reading these comments, you're in your apartment. You're mm-hmm. in your house. You're yep. in your room. You're in your bed. Like, that's, you know, it, it's it's like what they used to say about, about uh, you know, Johnny Carson. Not, you know, people watched him in bed. But what, what, what can be more personal than that? So it does become, to the, new, to the younger people, this is personal. What's on the device? It is treated like it was when, you know, people would, you know, Todd Day would walk in the class and everybody everybody start clapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like that now. We don't understand it because we didn't didn't come up that way. But I'm just, I'm curious when the stick got so sharp that now we're just poking the head coach or the player. You know, it hadn't turned on the players just yet. Few of them. Mm. Few of them. Yeah, there is still a, there is still a respect like that caller earlier that yeah. called out the offensive lineman, but only said his number, not his name. Right. Like, there's, you know what? I'm going to keep it classy and not going to say his name. We're not there yet. <laughs> You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. Welcome to McClarty Daniel Country. With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McClarty Daniel Country. Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McClarty Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination. Need service? We work on all makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McClarty Daniel Country? Visit us online at McClartyDaniel.com. The Year of the Sauce continues at Buffalo Wild Wings. Introducing Bullet Bourbon Barbecue Sauce and the return of hot barbecue sauce to the Buffalo Wild Wings Sauce lineup. Try both Bullet Bourbon Barbecue Sauce and Hot Barbecue Sauce for a limited time at your local Buffalo Wild Wings. Visit Buffalo Wild Wings in Little Rock, Sherwood, Bryant, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, sauce, beer, and football. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. Prize picks is a skill based, real money daily fantasy sports game. How does it work? Well, you pick two to six players, and if they will go for more or less than their prize picks projection. Prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Find out all about it at prizepicks.com HTL and use code HTL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com HTL and use the code HTL for that first deposit match of up to $100. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. Prizepicks.com, daily fantasy sports made easy. 
Chuck Barrett is with us here on Ruskin and Zach. Chuck? Hello, gentlemen. How How's your week been? Oh, it's been fine. Do anything fun fine. this week? How about yours? Oh, uh, you know, just hang Well, out. it's just another week. I mean, you know, you get ready for another game on Saturday, so that's kind of what I've been doing. So you it's don't, all you can do, right? You don't You don't right. treat Monday like your day off when you go out and you do weird things, you know? Eh, uh, Monday morning, you know, I, uh, of course, I, you know, on the morning rush for a little bit. Then I, uh, you know, mo- Monday's probably as close to, you know, really an off day as you're going to get. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be, uh, that'd be accurate. All right. Catch up on your correspondences, things like yeah, that. Yeah, answer emails and, you know, <laughs> maybe deal with real life if only for a ah, few hours. No, that's overrated. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do yeah. that. It'll just bring you down. Yeah. Well, we uh, we find ourselves in interesting times. Uh, Chuck Barrett here with uh, this football team going to Baton Rouge on uh, Saturday night to take on uh, LSU and Nobody's really given them a chance, which is usually a, ch- a time when teams, not just here but anywhere, tend to pull some surprises uh, and have some tricks up their sleeve. I don't know how it's going to go down, but we've seen this before, I think. Well, every week's different. We do know that. I mean, we've experienced some really high highs around here and some really low lows, and um, there's uh, there's been some back and forth. And, you know, we may experience that again before this season's over. Who knows? Um, but I do know the, the games don't stop. And, you know, some people are going to, you know, I mean, they've already de- determined the worth of the season now. And I also know this, and I'm going to be honest. I know if you're a member of the media this week and you say other, you say anything other than we're doomed, we're terrible, and everybody ought to be fired, um, you know, you're an apologist. And I realize that there are people that look at it that way. Um, I think they'll go down there and play hard. I hope they play well. If they do. The games with LSU tend to be close. Even last year, it was close. So uh, two years ago, it was really close down there overtime. So we'll see what happens. I don't think this Arkansas team's as bad as what they played Saturday night. And I would expect them to, I would expect them to give LSU a go. How did we get to a point where one loss and everybody throws up their hands and says, ah, fire everybody. How, where did that, is this, I guess I've just had my head in the sand for the last 10 years or so, but one loss to, and we don't, we know nothing about how good or bad BYU is. They go up and beat Kansas this week, probably a pretty good team. Well, you know, that's just kind of the way the landscape is now. And you're either, I mean, you're either among the contenders for the national championship or you suck. And that's just kind of the way people look at it anymore. And um, it's not like Arkansas has never lost a non-conference game before. <laughs> um, it's not like, you know, we've been a perennial top ten program and suffered an unthinkable loss. Um, I don't know the answer to your question. I do know that one of the things that made Saturday night frustrating, I think, for a lot of people was there was the feeling that it was one that got away. Uh, it was one that slipped away. And – you know, we live in a world right now where when you lose a game, there are going to be people calling for somebody to get fired. That's just how it is. It's silly, and um, but but I understand that, and um, that's just that's that's the kind of week it's been. You know, I know Jason Allen pretty well, and Jason's talked to me about the, the Citadel. I mean, he's one. I mean, he was he was on the field when it happened, and he said, you know, afterwards, it was like, okay, you you flush that one away and you go back to work. What happened the next week? Went blew out South Carolina, forty-four to nine, something like that. Forty-five to yeah, seven. Forty-five to seven. I knew, I knew it was bad, but I mean, Jason's talked about that where it's just like, you know what? You compartmentalize it and you move on. And and they don't really have time 
to concentrate on what happened Saturday because they get Sunday off, get treatment. Monday, they're back at practice. Well, and I promise you, they turn the page really quickly. We, as fans, you know, we don't we don't turn the page quite as quickly. Sometimes no, we, we never turn the page. We have nothing to do all week. Sometimes we never turn the page. And, uh, look, they're, they're going to – um, they're going to go down there and play as hard as they can. I have no doubt about that. And we'll see if it's good enough to win the game. We'll see if it's good enough to hang. I mean, we'll see if when we get to the fourth quarter they got a shot to win the game. Um, I suspect they will. But if they don't, I know what it's going to be like next week. And so do you guys. Um, even though, um, you know, it's funny how – people think well you have no chance to win and then when you don't win they go crazy like you know <laughs> something right. happened yep, that yep. shouldn't have happened oh, the oh, hypocrisy. Yeah. i mean we got no prayer and then when you you know you get beat it's like well how could that happen so uh, you just go play i mean all you can do is just go play and here's the thing after that they'll have to go play the next week too and um people will offer their thoughts as they always do you know it it Chuck, I, I'm I'm a, a little bit with Zach here because I was, um, you know, you come in here and you kind of have a. I don't like to listen to a lot of other stuff because I like to not be influenced by what other people uh, may think about things. But you know, hearing some things, uh, you know, in the middle of the week, I was surprised kind of how dark it's gotten um, this early on. Like it was, I'm like, wow, we're already to the point where this is happening and that's happening. Like I didn't. Didn't expect that, but don't you? I, I kind of think part of it is that people feel like they're missing out on an opportunity because it appears the West is as wide open as it's been in maybe 15 years, and right now it doesn't look like Arkansas is ready to seize that opportunity. Maybe they will look that way in a few weeks, but right now they don't. I think that does that play into part of the frustration. Well, maybe, but I mean they've not even played a conference game. Uh, I, I I understand, you know, that feeling coming out of the BYU game. Um, I also know that, you know, Arkansas is going to play a team Saturday night that before the season began thought they were going to be in the playoff. And they lost their first game, and the hard reality that they've got to run the table for that to happen is setting in. And Alabama's in a similar spot now. Um, and they've got to play one another. So somebody's going to lose again, and that's going to knock them out of the playoff. Uh, some of it's expectations. I mean, a lot of it's expectations. I don't know that, you know, people looked at this four-game stretch Arkansas is going to go through and expected them to, you know, win all the games or maybe even win two or three. But they did expect to beat BYU. And I think that's where the uh, that's where the frustration comes from. The expectation was that you'd win that game because you won out there last year. You sat next to him last night. I mean, he's. I mean, he's in a. He's in an odd spot because he's, for the first time maybe in his career here, you know, he's feeling some of that pressure a little bit. How did he seem to you last night when you were talking with him? Same as he always did. Uh, I mean, same as he always has. Um, you know, you can't. Um, if by the time you get to next Wednesday night on your radio show, if you're a coach who hasn't turned the page, it's going to happen again. I mean, it's going to happen again and again and again. So he was he was like he is every game, and I don't expect that to change. He's always been very consistent in his approach. And, guys, I'm just going to tell you, um, I've been here a long time. I've seen the good and the bad. We are on 
much, much firmer footing than we were at this time two, three, four, five years ago. I know everybody's upset that they lost to BYU. I get that. I, I, I understand all that. But let's not sit here and act like that nothing's changed or we're right back where we were before. No, we're not. We're nowhere close to where we were before. Um, I, I've been in that building for many years now, and I can tell you there's a foundation in place right now. And, again, I know people are pissed. I get it. But the idea that we're going to turn this thing upside down again, that's the last thing in the world we need to be doing, the last thing in the world. And, furthermore, we do this every year. We determine the worth of the season, good or bad, before September's even over. And if we've decided that it's not going to be a good season, you know, October and November anticlimactic. If you think you're going to be good, well, you're wondering why you're not being mentioned in the playoff conversation. So, um, you know, there's a long way to go. And there's going to be more twists and turns. Um, I do not expect this thing to go off the rails. I do not expect that. I don't know if, I don't know how many games they're going to win, but I do not expect it to go off the rails. And I think that People are anticipating that happening at any moment. Maybe some think it already has. And I can assure you, as one who's in that building a lot, that could not be the furthest thing from the truth. You know, that is the furthest thing from the truth. We're visiting with uh, Chuck Barrett here for the hour at your drive home powered by Mr. Sparky. You know, I, I, I was I said that earlier in, in the week, too. I'm like, people are, are acting like total failure is imminent. And I just don't think we're at the point of we're not even close to the point of total failure. Are things not working? Sure, but we're not we're we're not at that point, uh, or close to that point, as far as I can tell either. So that's oh, nowhere close, guys. You know, let's not act like you know we lost to Western Kentucky and North Texas twenty years ago. I mean, um, you know that happened recently, and I can tell you if you'd spent five minutes in the football building then and five minutes in the football building now, you'd know why it happened then. Uh, there's no comparison and we've got a, you know, we've changed coaches an awful lot. We've gotten mad and we've done things that we've run guys off and we've brought guys in and we've tried just about everything. And, you know, it really hadn't worked to be honest with you. So, um, I think we need to give this thing a chance to to continue to grow, and I know that his foundation's solid. I know it is. Um, and comparatively speaking, um, well, there really is no comparison. I sat Saturday and watched the game with somebody who's played that position at that school, and the I know the, the criticism of the offensive line has been at times brutal this week, but he brought up a point. I just want to kind of get your, your thought on this. Maybe This may be a, Quinn, a question for Quinn, honestly. But he, he pointed out that not all of the issues are offensive line related. Some of it may be K.J. going to the line of scrimmage and getting fooled by what the defense is showing him, um, misreading what they're showing him. Sam said after, and when he was talking to you, said that um, they, the blitzes that they ran, they were prepared for. And is there a, you know, in his opinion, you may be calling the wrong protection, and if you call the wrong protection on, on the wrong kind of blitz, guys are going to pop free. You may have a lineman step to the right when – you know, in in reality, he should have been going left when he and, and he went right because of what KJ called. I mean, that that seems plausible that on some but of the busts those, that they had, the guys they turned loose, those sound it, like correctable errors to me. Those sound like very yeah. correctable yeah. errors. Well, and you hope they do. I know their approach 
will probably be a little bit different this week in terms of the help that's available for the guys on the edge. Um, I would, in fact, I'm, I'm certain that that's been a focal point this week, and you may see him do some things. These are not going to be things that are dramatically different to the naked eye as you watch the no. play unfold. But, um, you know, they may do some things differently there. Yeah, and, and his, you know, his thought was, well, if your quarterbacks, if, your, if all of it is on the quarterback and you're having that much trouble, you can hand it off to the offensive line. Well, every look, look, everybody's got a theory on why they're doing this. Everybody that's ever watched 10 minutes of football video thinks they've got this figured out. Um, I get that. But um, these people aren't there. They're not under center. They watch the game. They watch a little video, and they offer their take on what happened. I'm not discounting that theory. I, I'm not discounting that theory for a moment. But I'm saying that, if you want to find a theory on one particular or find a particular theory on why it's not happening the way that people want it to, that's not hard to do. There, there's, there, there's all kinds of video guys out there that can, um, you know, they can, they can make you think they're Lombardi. Well, and his point was, this is not all on the offensive line. This is, this is a system-wide ish, issue. And as Derek said, these are correctable errors in his opinion. I don't know if it's system wide. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm not gonna. Um, you know, I'm not qualified to make that call. I'll just put it that way. We're visiting with Chuck Barrett here. Uh, you can text us on the McClarty Daniel hotline eight six six two eight five four zero zero five and uh, and get in touch with us. Um, in times like this, I I think of uh, the uh, line from uh, Ed Harris in Apollo thirteen. Uh, what do we have on the spacecraft that's good, and um, what do they have? I am I I'm I said this earlier in the week too, Chuck, that I just want to see, and I know we're weeks away. I want to see this defensive front against that Alabama offensive line. That's going to be an entertaining watch, I think, because I don't know what's going on over there. Uh, it seems like Arkansas may have its act together on the defensive side of the ball uh, in particular. It's going to be intriguing to watch that particular uh, element play out. Well, you know, I, I think there's some. I think there's a lot of intrigue in this ball game. I think we've got yeah. a great quarterback matchup. I think Arkansas has got reason to believe they can throw the ball effectively, and I think LSU's got reason to believe they can throw the ball effectively. And both both of them may, both of them may. Um, I I, th I think that you know, when you look at what's uh, what LSU's done, particularly what they did last week, they like to throw the deep ball. Um, I think Arkansas may do a little bit more of that uh, this 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 week. This one, um, I think there's going to be points scored. I think there will be points scored, you know, a decent number of points by both sides. I'd like to sit here and tell you Arkansas's defense is going to shut them down, but LSU's really athletic and really fast, and Daniels is playing awfully well right now. I don't think it's going to be a 40-40 kind of game. I'm not saying that, but I don't think it's going to be 16-13 or 13-10 or – one of those kinds of games. I think I think there's going to be some points scored. Move Arkansas out of the equation. Is LSU the worst place for an opposing team to go in with dealing with those people at night at that place? <laughs> well, here's the thing. They it's, suck. it's it's uh um you know, it's loud and it's nuts and yeah, I mean, it's a tough environment and they take pride in all that, but Guys, I'm going to tell you, we played in Athens, Georgia at high noon Eastern time, 11 o'clock in the morning Central time, and that's the loudest crowd I've ever heard, period, end of story. Most intimidating crowd I've ever seen in Arkansas play before, period, end of story, anywhere. Um, I was blown away by that. 
and I've seen Tuscaloosa eat them alive too. And so I do think it's a man. It's a tough atmosphere. It certainly is, and they they can be intimidating and they can do all of that. But um, Arkansas has played before big crowds before. And I'll say this, guys, we got a good crowd. It was good last Saturday night. BYU never batted an eye. Um, you can go in there. If you're in the right frame of mind, you can play through all that. In fact, you can use it to your advantage. Um, good teams do that. Competitors want to play before hostile environments. And I was impressed with BYU's approach last Saturday night. We had a good crowd. We had a good crowd last Saturday night. Didn't bother them a bit. Um, I think Arkansas can go down there and play. I, I don't. I don't think that's going to be the deciding factor in the game. We're going to uh, take the blame for uh, Cam Little bouncing it off the upright. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Cam was. Did you guys jinx him? Well, you guys we didn't. The not, not, not directly. Sort of. Sort of. He was in here cutting an ad, and he was in here playing with all of our toys, and he touched the Chad Morris candle. He actually, turned it around so Chad couldn't look at him while he was uh, while he was cutting the commercial. And then he goes out and doinks one. We talked to Brett Good you yesterday. You think that was the deal? We, well, we talked deal? to Brett yesterday, and kickers are weird to begin with. And we're just thinking maybe we light the candle, maybe we go outside and we smash it. We're not sure what to do with it because we'd certainly like Cam to get back on track. Yeah, that would be good. You know, they had uh, that great play in special teams when Satania brought it back, but you know, they missed the field goal. Yep. and Ten-yard punt. Of- yeah, it, and, and, and I did a couple ask, of clunkers. I asked Brett if it, if something like that could permeate the specialist's room, and he seemed to think it could. You know, it's, that's an interesting thing. And, and you know, earlier this week, Coach Pittman said that they're probably going to use that other punter, um, you know, at least once or twice. I lost his job because of the Chad Morris weekend. scandal. <laughs> so, well, I didn't say he lost his job, but, uh, but, but, but my point is, is that, yes, I think sometimes you do worry. When you have a punter or a kicker who has gone through a bad stretch, and I'm not, you know, Fletcher had two bad punts. It's not, it's not been a trend. He's, he's still averaging almost 45 a punt. But I do think there is the worry sometimes. Is, is you know, is that going to lead to more? You know, is 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 he, is his head going to stay in the right place? And um, so. I did kind of find that interesting when, when Pittman said that earlier this week. I don't want to be dishonest because that's certainly not what we promote around here, but it's DQ's fault because she <laughs> let him touch the candle. Well, it sounds like the problems, you know, with every turn, there's 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 another, you know, another, another twist in all this. That's exactly right. I, I, I think our official position, though, was it was one game. If it happens right. again, we'll, we'll do we've something. got to deal with the uh, mysterious powers of the Chad Morris candle. Maybe there. you guys just need to get that candle out of there. Maybe it's bad for everybody. Now, do you remember it was right – I don't at- come in there because of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and actually, you know what? I invited you in here today, and you were smart to stay away. So the last I time said, we, is that candle still there? The last time that we lit the candle was after they went through the four-game losing streak two seasons ago, and then they went on this tear. Light the thing up, then. We need we need fire in but here. You said <laughs> that, see, it's it's very confusing uh, whether or not this thing has mystical powers or not. Uh, Chuck, we need Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we need you know, Aaron. He Rogers knows all and, about energy and then jinxes and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the NFL, um, or did you hear what happened down at the Cowboys practice today? No, I did not. Trayvon Diggs has torn his ACL. He's done for the year. Mm. Did it in practice. Does, I didn't know that. I I don't think that affects the you know the the next couple of weeks, but looming in week five is San Francisco. He's a great player. Uh, no, this is the first that I've heard of that. He, he's a great player. There's no way you can be, um, no way you can be as good without a player like that. Yeah, 
Yeah. But now, I mean, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying they're doomed. Uh, I'm just saying that there's no way they can be as good without a player like that. But as a fan, isn't your duty to throw your hands up and go, well, there goes the season after season? Well, like I, <laughs> clearly, clearly the trainer and someone in the strength room needs to be fired. They, they, <laughs> they've obviously, you know, not prevented this injury. And whoever made him go through that drill obviously needs to be fired. I mean, no. now that's a bad deal. I mean, it's, it's, that's the first I've heard of it. And that is a, I mean, that's a, that's a blow, no doubt. No. Uh, we, well, we got a text here from on the McClarty General Hotline from Jay in Bentonville, who uh, you know is uh, talking about how if everybody was what people are kind of projecting that they are, Arkansas wouldn't have had a chance to uh, go down and, and tie the game in the fourth quarter. They actually had two chances uh, to go down there, down seven, and, and put a drive together in the fourth quarter of that BYU game. If I am um, like, I don't think um, I don't think KJ needs like extra fuel or anything, but to me, like that would drive me all week. That I had the chance to go down there twice and tie it, and I didn't get the job done as the as the leader of the team. That would that would bother me, and I and I would use that moving forward. I think. Well, maybe I I don't I don't I don't know if I I, I totally buy into that. Here's why: I think we saw on that last possession another example of you know, and it's cliche-ish. It takes all eleven takes all 11 to make a play work, only takes one to screw it up. Um, you know, there was penalty after penalty on that drive. Um, even when throws were made and catches were made, there were penalties that brought them back. And to me, you know, we talk all the time about how football is the ultimate team game. Generally, we talk about that after one of our teams has done something really well. I think Saturday night, just to be honest, on that last possession, we saw again football is the ultimate team game. We just saw it on the other end of the spectrum. Um, you had too many, you know, too many missed assignments, too many penalties, too many screw ups um, in that on that possession to keep your best player from winning the game for you. I don't think he failed to win the game. I think the offense failed to score. Yeah. And uh, um, look, if 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 you'd had a drive that was a clean drive, and you hadn't had a bunch of penalties, and you had a guy missing open receivers and all that, and yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you might pin it on him at that point. But I just thought it was a breakdown in a lot of areas um, when they had chances to win it at the end. Hey, Chuck, uh, Grant Hall sent me a stat today, and I want to get your opinion on this. Uh, over the last over the last 120 years, Major League Baseball. Fewest losing seasons belong to the Yankees with 21, the Giants 36, the Cardinals 39, Dodgers 42, and the Red or excuse me, the Dodgers with 40, the Red Sox with 42. Are the Cardinals going to catch the Red Sox? <laughs> uh, this makes it what 40. This uh, would be 40. And uh, the Red Sox have they're right. They're, they have 42, and they're right around the 500 mark. Although sinking fast. Well, um, I mean. They can't catch him this year. No, no, just right. you know, in the next couple of years, next five. Oh, years, so. uh, no, I don't think that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that. I don't think the Cardinals are doomed, and I don't think the Red Sox are great. I mean, they're good. Don't get me wrong. The Red Sox, but oh. I don't. Uh, I, I, my it, point is, is I think they're good enough to finish above five hundred. Is what I'm saying. And, uh, um, but no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think the Cardinals catch him on that. Uh, the Red Sox are going to continue losing, so that's that's a that that's a done deal. Yeah, but Zach, you're looking for the dark cloud. I mean, you live <laughs> for the dark cloud. 
How yeah, do you do? I do. I do. And and most of it centers around that team that plays at Fenway Pack. They suck, and they've driven me cr- crazy all summer. I wouldn't go so far as to say they suck, but they they they've not lived up to your expectations. Chuck, they were up four nothing. Baltimore and Tampa <laughs> yeah, Bay are arguably bad. They've been two of the best five teams in the big leagues all year. I know. Think about what you're saying. Tampa Bay and Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore and it's not Tampa- like Toronto's terrible. No. No. And Tampa Bay's finally getting that new ballpark. Yeah. Things are happening down there. I hate hey, that. if the I Red Sox that. played in the AL Central, they'd run away with it. They'd be yeah, 15 they, games Chuck, in. Chuck, they were a 4 They'd nothing. be the Twins. They were a 4 nothing at the end of the first inning yesterday and then proceeded to lose 15-4. to <laughs> Well, that's because the season's over. It's a 15-0 run. You've got to call a timeout in the middle of that. You've got to do something. You've got to slow the game down or something. Stop the bleeding. Please, throw the damn towel. On a 15-0 run, even Musselman might consider yeah, calling maybe. a timeout there. I mean, Yikes. come on. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.